Advent's a really interesting time in the church. And so what, what the church wants us to do during Advent for these four weeks as we begin moving towards Christmas is two things. It's preparing us and putting us in the mindset uh, for those of those who were awaiting for Jesus to come for literally thousands of years. And so there is this longing of the people of Israel and also even these different these different religions throughout the ancient world there was kind of a messianic expectation um, completely unrelated with the Jewish people that we have records of especially leading into the time that Jesus was actually born there was a lot of prophecies that there would be a chosen one and someone who would kind of change the world that was coming. And so there's this human longing that, that, was, that was in our ancestors throughout the world that they were waiting for this person of Jesus to come. And so we kind of unite ourselves with them, and eventually on Christmas we celebrate Christ's first coming. The other coming of Christ that we are preparing for is the second coming of Jesus. And the second coming of Jesus, which Jesus himself spoke about, and it's all over the scriptures, we don't know when that will come. It will be at kind of the end of an era, the end of time, and Jesus will come again. It will not be very subtle like his first coming was. And we're preparing for his second coming. Now, all of us in this room may or may not be alive when that happens. With all the crazy stuff that goes, that's been going on in our world over the past couple of years, especially the last year, who knows? Maybe it's on its way. I'm not sure. But most of us may pass away before Jesus comes for a second time. We're also preparing for our own death in Advent. So we get these very sobering readings. And the church wants us to, to move into December 25th as though we were going to die on December 25th and come face to face with God. I know that sounds kind of crazy and maybe kind of a, a downer, but the church means it in the best way possible. Jesus says to us today, stay awake, be alert, be sober, don't get caught up in all the, the various uh, distractions of life. Pay attention. Get ready. Align yourself with me. And so at the very beginning of the church's year, kind of ironically, we're preparing for the end. We have like a real focus on the end of our lives, on the end of time. And even though that sounds a little bit crazy, because it's the beginning of the year for the church, it actually, I think, makes a tremendous amount of sense. And there's so much wisdom in focusing on the end of our lives and these end things at the very beginning of the church's year. The reason for that 
is the very reason that pretty much anybody is successful at anything in life, for the most part. There is no such thing as the best athlete in the world not knowing what they want to become and what they want to accomplish and then setting out a plan to get there. Even the best athletes, you think about like LeBron James or Aaron Rodgers, I'm not a Packers fan, but he's very good. These guys are tremendously focused and determined. They know exactly what they want and they know exactly in a very disciplined way how they intend to accomplish what they want to accomplish. They have lofty goals, but they know what their goal is. They don't just kind of stumble upon being the greatest quarterback or the greatest NBA player. There's certainly natural talent there, but there's a plan and a discipline in place. Of course, the same is true for any successful corporation. What company that's successful do we know of that doesn't have goals for their company in mind? That, that they know exactly what they want to accomplish and then typically they have a one-year plan and they have a five-year plan and maybe even a 10-year plan. And anybody who wants to accomplish anything has to know what it is they're actually trying to accomplish, why they're trying to accomplish it, and how they're gonna get there. The same goes for us with heaven. If we want to get into heaven, if we wanna have a deep relationship with God, if we're not being intentional about it, and we're not orienting our lives towards it, we should not expect to obtain it. Because what happens if our lives are not oriented towards what we want our end to be, heaven, being with God forever, and being with all those that we love forever, if our life is not oriented towards that, we're going to get off track very easily. We have a crisis of meaning, of meaning in the West right now. And people are more depressed than ever. And part of that is because we don't feel as though we have a purpose. Many of our young people don't feel that they have a purpose or something they're oriented towards in life. And therefore, if, if we're not moving towards something, then we feel this kind of meaninglessness in our lives. What's the point of all of this? We get bored or caught into kind of a superficial lifestyle that doesn't really ever go into the deep places that we're really all called and created to go. So we live in the shallow, these shallow things in life where we just kind of experience the pleasures and the wealth that our society offers or the, the shallow honors being successful in a, in a worldly sense without actually moving towards 
these deeper realities, being driven to God. And so this Advent, the Lord, I think, is asking all of us to wake up and to really use this as an opportunity, as an opportunity for so much grace that God wants to give us. That's what this season of Advent's for. It's a season where God wants to shower His grace on us. And instead of what normally happens during this time for all of us, is we get wrapped up in the, in the busyness of, of moving into Christmas and all the different craziness that comes with December and, and late November. That's what the world offers. What God is offering us, what Jesus through the church is offering us, is basically a retreat. It's kind of the opposite. This is not a time of distraction, he says to us. This is a time of focusing. Focusing on our goal and how we're going to get to our goal. And so it's a great time of opportunity to maybe take on an extra spiritual practice. Maybe daily Mass. A lot of us go to daily Mass during Lent. Advent's a very good time to go to daily Mass if we can pull it off with our schedule. Or maybe wake up and, and read the daily readings for the day. Or maybe pray a rosary together every day as a family or as a couple or an individual, if it's, our, if it's us. Or maybe God is calling us to something very specific and individual. Maybe we already do a lot of stuff and we don't need another extra thing on top. Maybe the Lord's asking us for something very specific to us. But the Lord offers this time as a way of, of, of bringing clarity into our lives and orientation towards himself. Jesus, we ask you to make this a very special Advent for all of us. Help this to be the best Advent that we've ever had. To not just see it as a time leading up to Christmas, but as a time of really focusing. Of really focusing, Lord, and putting in specific measures that you're calling us to undertake to help us see you more clearly and orient our lives in a very practical manner towards you. Help us to be awake when you call us all to yourself. Help us to not take any day for granted, but act as though every day is our last day. Help us to reach the glory of heaven that you have invited us all to and that you've made us for. Help us to not meander in our lives and spend our time on meaningless, shallow things, but on the deepest things, Lord. Help our lives to be full of meaning, purpose, oriented towards you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And let us just take a few minutes in silence to maybe just ask Jesus what he is calling us to this Advent.